This is the Speaking of Writers podcast. I'm Steve Richards. Selena Murphy is commuting home from her job in the city when the train stalls out on the tracks. She strikes up a conversation with a beautiful stranger in the next seat, and their connection is fast and easy. The woman introduces herself as Martha and confesses that she's been stuck in an affair with her boss. Selena, in turn, confesses that she suspects her husband is sleeping with the nanny. When the train arrives at Selena's station, the two women part ways, presumably never to meet again. But days later, Selena's nanny disappears. Soon, Selena finds her once perfect life upended and she is pulled into the mystery of the missing nanny and as the fractures in her marriage grow deeper selena begins to wonder who was martha really but she is hardly prepared for what she'll discover expertly plotted and reminiscent of the timeless classic strangers on a train confessions on the 745 by lisa unger is a stunning web of lies and deceit and a gripping thriller about the delicate facades we create around our lives Lisa Unger is a New York Times inter- and internationally best-selling author of 18 novels with millions of readers worldwide and books published in 26 languages. Unger is widely regarded as a master of suspense. Her critically acclaimed books have been voted best of the year or top picks by the Today Show, Good Morning America, Entertainment Weekly, Amazon, IndieBound, and others. Her essays have appeared in the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, NPR, and Travel and Leisure. Happy to have Lisa Unger back on this program. Lisa, welcome. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. So where did the idea for Confessions on the 745 come from? Well, you know, there's always a germ for every book. And in this case, it was this kind of this idea that I had kicking around my head. And I'm not even 100% sure where I heard it. But the idea was that you can't con an honest man. And I kind of just stayed in my head and it kind of had the ring of truth but you know it seemed a little bit simplistic you know nothing in human psychology is ever simple and so you know I kind of wound up thinking about it and then I brought it up in the green room before a panel at a crime fiction conference and one of my author friends was like I don't know that kind of sounds like victim blaming to me and I was like yeah you know I see that and so I started doing a little bit more research on um, the psychology of the con artist and the con. And I wound up reading a book called The Confidence Game by Maria Konnikova. And, um, you know, after sort of diving into her book, which is all about, like, you know, famous con artists and, like, an analysis of the different kinds of cons and, like, the psychology of the con artist and the mark, I kind of came away with a more layered idea, which is that you can't con somebody, can't con somebody that doesn't want something. And everybody wants something, so everybody's vulnerable to a good con artist. And so that was kind of the initial seed for the novel. And then I started hearing voices, which is sort of the way it works for me. I have a you know, a couple, maybe one or maybe you know even two strong character voices, and um, those are the voices that I follow through um, the story. And in this case, it was Selena and Pearl who were the the main voices that drew me in. Lisa, how did you create this main character, Selena Murphy? Well, I mean, I think, you know, like a long time ago, I stopped thinking of characters as people that I create and started thinking of them as people that I meet. And that's kind of the way it feels to me, even though, of course, it's not the truth of it. It's, 
you know, every character is an amalgamation of my imagination, my observations, people that I know, things that I think I know about people, you know, prejudiced, you know, other ideas, like anything. It's like just a big soup of, you know, what I know about human nature. And so those are, you know, characters spring from that. But, of course, you know, Selena is somebody who, you know, is very familiar to me and I think would probably be familiar to a lot of people. You know, she's a she's a young mom. She's a working mom. She's, like, in that middle phase of her life where she's, like, trying to do a great job and trying to be a great mom and commuting and it's like just this very big like sort of you know chaotic space in somebody's life and you know she's got this kind of you know as she says like a very instagrammable life like everything on the surface is very very perfect you know curated and filtered for everybody to see but the layers beneath are something very different indeed New York Times bestselling author Lisa Unger is my guest here on Speaking of Writers. Confessions on the 745 is her new novel. Lisa, do you always know in advance the motives of your main character? I don't, no. And in fact, you know, like it you really does start just with a voice for me. And so very often I know almost nothing about my characters when I start. I just hear their, you know, their voice in my head and I know that there's a story to tell and I can kind of sense that it's there and I have to find it but you know my characters reveal themselves to me in layers it's a very similar way that you know in in the way that my readers will discover them later um so just they reveal themselves little by little and I'm you know I'm always surprised and intrigued and very involved with them as I'm as I'm getting to getting to know them do you have a mental checklist as far as what you want your novels to contain, page turner, check? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't. In fact, you know, so I have nothing. I have no outline. I don't even know um, what the, I mean, I don't know what the book is about really until it's almost done. Mm. I definitely don't know how it's going to end, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm very much involved with the characters, like on a, you know, on a visceral level. I'm really like on the inside looking at. I'm never like on the outside looking in, like creating a checklist. Like, is it this? Is it this? Is it this? You know, it's really very much an organic and, you know, sort of propulsive process for me. I'm very involved, and so I hope that that you know sort of involvement kind of communicates itself to the reader and that they feel very involved with the characters in the same way that I did. But then, of course, you know, there's the editorial phase, and then you know you do apply your you know a different brain and a different like sort of criteria to what you're reading from your own work and trying to make it the best that it can be for everybody who's going to come to the page lisa unger is my guest here on the speaking of writers podcast confessions on the 745 is her new novel lisa was there a moment point in your life when you knew that hey i'm a pretty good storyteller um well i've always been a writer i don't remember being anything else or defining myself any other way you know of course it was a reader first so you know we all sort of fall in love with story and the page of somebody pages of somebody else's book and so i you know and then i guess there was a moment for me when i re when i decided you know i want to write if i can be so moved by character and and um and story and and language can i move somebody else in a similar way and so it was pretty early that that i that i started that I started writing and, you know, I, I began my first novel 
which would later become my first published novel when I was 19 years old. So it took me, you know, most of my childhood to find my form, which, you know, sort of became the novel. And uh, but I never thought of myself any other way. What moves you most in a work of literature? Character, mm. you know, in, in involvement with character, layered characters, characters that have, you know, that evolve on the page and that you can discover, um, you know, that you feel like a connection to, that you can sort of feel that they're, you know, breathing within the story. Um, that's really what moves me in not just my own work, but in the work of others as well. In what way, if any, is this book, Confessions on the 745, different from the book you set out to write? That's an interesting question. I don't know that I I ever set out to write any specific kind of book. You know, it's always um, a process and an evolution. And, you know, I kind of walk into the story feeling like an essence. You know, I have an idea sort of nebulously of what the story might be or what it's going to um, evolve into. But, you know, very much the, pro- the process is always very surprising. And, you know, there's always discovery for me for character and plot and, you know, all of the stuff that, you know, sort of, you know, weaves together to create a, a novel. So I always feel surprised and I always feel, you know, it's, but there's never a moment where I said, I want this book to be one thing. And then I'm like, oh, it's not what I thought it was going to be. It, there's never that kind of outside looking in perspective. It's just that I'm in the story and whatever it is, that's what it was meant to be. Lisa, what's the best writing environment for you? Do you have a special place where you write? I do. I have actually for the first time, you know, since we moved, when we moved into our new house about four years ago, I actually have a loft uh, on the very top of my house, and this is my writing space. I mean, you can see it all the time now because <laughs> I'm always on Zoom. I'm always on some Zoom interview, but, you know, it's got my books and, you know, my writing space and a little bit of an outdoor space, and so it's very much my creative center, um, and it's, like, on the top floor, so I have to walk up to it. Um, and so that has like sort of the action of like setting my intention. I block all the internet from my desktop so that I'm, you know, purely in a creative, in a creative space. And, um, that's really my, this is, this office I'm sitting here right now is really my, my creative center. It's where I do all my work. Yeah, I was going to mention uh, the uh, Zoom interviews you've been doing. You can get those on uh, Facebook. Uh, it's forward slash yeah. author Lisa Unger. And you have a website, too, where listeners can connect with you at lisaunger.com. Uh, Are you hard at work on another novel? And if so, can you give us a sneak peek into what it's about? Yeah, well, I can't give you a sneak peek because, you know, I just figured out what Confessions on the 745 is about. (laughs) (laughs) It does publish. And so I'm talking about that one right now the most, but I am in the editorial phase on my next book. And um, I hope it'll be out in a a post-pandemic... America <laughs> next fall. And um, yeah, it's another psychological thriller, very character driven and, you know, d- diving into some of the things that, you know, I continue to be obsessed with, you know, identity and family secrets and, um, you know, just uh, the lies that we tell ourselves. Lisa Unger, the New York Times bestselling author of the book out now is Confessions on the 745. Lisa, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me on. Great to talk to you again. And this is Speaking of Writers.